This is Isaac Benjamin bringing you another season of Scrubs in the Trenches. I spent 2023 training to be a board certified nurse coach, and I want to share with the world exactly what that means. So this season, I'll cover a variety of topics, and though there won't be any medical or direct coaching advice, I will be causing it like I sees it. This current disease-based model focuses on what's wrong with you instead of focusing on everything that is right with you. My point of view is influenced by over 15 years as a scrub wearing RN, and I'm ready to shine my light on this complex medical system. I really wanted to change the way people were healed and looked at in this system, but the harder I searched, the more I realized that a lot of people will never be properly served in this current model. That's why I want to be part of something much bigger than me. I want not only to bring more nurses into the nurse coaching role, I also want nurse coaching to be a more accepted modality of healing in this country. I want everyone frustrated with the current medical treatment they are getting to look for a nurse coach as their first alternative choice to insurance guidelines and big pharma. I want to help myself and others be able to truly live and thrive. So follow me on this journey to true healing based on a mind, body, spirit, holistic approach right now. Ode to Papa, Tougher Than Nails. I personally went through quite a few transformative experiences in 2023. I completed over 120 hours of nurse coach training and then passed the boards to become a board certified nurse coach and went on to open my first LLC in higher reflection coaching. Being immersed in the world of coaching forced me to face the reality of whether my wife and I were done having children. We have been blessed with four amazing boys, but we've always wanted to keep going till we got a little girl. Needless to say, my wife just completed her third geriatric pregnancy and we have the most amazing little princess. And then, on a more somber note, my last grandparent standing, or more appropriately, grandparent lying, finally exited this world left this plane of existence, however you want to look at it. It pains me to be like, finally my papa died, but I feel like I've been waiting for this for a while. After spending almost two years on hospice and being moved into this smaller, around 12 resident, semi-private nursing care home thingy, he finally found some peace. Finally being released from the cage of his body. I want to share the last meaningful conversation I had with my papa that was about three years before he died. He verbalized to me that he no longer felt like he was living, but rather existing. The way he explained his personal state of being sounded a lot like purgatory, at least to me it did. Getting up and moving to his chair watching the Atlanta Braves reruns on Valley Sports and having a sit and pee just in case a little turd wanted to poop, pop out, whatever he said when he was trying to take a leak. He no longer able to get to shop in his basement and tinker with his tools. He already seems pretty miserable, but at this point he could still interact and get around fairly well. Unfortunately, this was the beginning of the end 
but that actual end didn't happen for quite some time. He began drifting into the realm of quantity and was rapidly losing quality time. He was a man stuck in purgatory. My papa was a very stoic man to most, but for whatever reason, he had no problem being affectionate with me. Perhaps it's because my family lived in his house when I was a baby, and I've heard that I would lay on his chest for hours in his rocking chair while we napped together. Maybe it's because when I was two, I drowned in his pool, and by the time anyone saw me at the bottom of the pool, I was already technically dead. But since my father was a volunteer firefighter and knew CPR, he was able to bring my tiny little purple body back to life. Put that spark back in me. And since this happened on his property, maybe it's possible to see me walk around on his land brought joy into his life. So he couldn't help himself to show me a little more affection than most. Strangely enough, all three of his grandsons that were middle children died before he did. And I'm the only one he ever got back. And even though he did try to take care of himself before the rest of us, I'll touch a little more on that in a little bit. But for now, let me get back to why I'm talking about my papa. I wanted to record this episode along with an episode telling the ending to each of my wonderful grandparents' lives to share a nurse's perspective on a dying loved one in this complex medical system that forces health on many until they wish death upon themselves. I'm going to start with his story, my papa, and then move backwards in time until I reach the story of my first grandparent I lost, the amazing pawpaw. Now, I believe that the world deserves enlightened endings for our loved ones, and don't see any other way how we can get there without real meaningful conversations about death. So here... Because here we go. My papa had four children, 13 grandchildren, 30-something great-grandchildren, and a handful of great-great-grandchildren when he passed at the ripe old age of 90. This man was literally tougher than nails, and has the x-ray to prove it, or there's an x-ray out there somewhere that proves it. My papa found his calling in building houses, and one day in the 80s he was coming out of an attic, and the nail gun he was holding fired and went into his head, entering from behind his ear, pointing towards his eyeball. Needless to say, he got in his truck and drove himself to the hospital. The way he explains it, he was thinking, well, if I pass out on the way, then they will take me to the hospital anyway. Upon arrival, he was greeted by the classic medical secretary that knows everything. Um, and then, evidently, they began to argue, and she claimed that there's no way that a nail went into his head, and since my aunt happened to be the vice president of nursing at the hospital, things apparently escalated quickly, and he got an x-ray to prove that, yes, in fact, there was a nail in his brain. Now, at this point in time and space, he was life-flighted to Atlanta, and legend has it that the doctor had to send an orderly to Ace Hardware 
to get some tools to sterilize. And then he was underneath like an x-ray while they pulled millimeter by millimeter doing neuro exams the whole time until the nail was completely removed. I want to bring up a story like this to show how a man that was so tough in his prime can be reduced down to a glorified baby eating mush food and eating diaper changes when drugged out too long in purgatory. Since he isn't my father, I didn't want to force my opinions, but I let his children know that I was available for advice if they ever wanted it. But it did make me uncomfortable to see him go so slowly when taking him off of his pills could have eliminated his suffering sooner. My mom would say things like, I just think his heart is too strong. But I didn't have the heart to be like, it wouldn't be if we took him off his Lasix. Even though my mom was a nurse, it seems that it is nearly impossible to be objective when losing a loved one so close as your father. So it didn't feel like my place to say it at the time, but it broke my heart to see him get lost in that strange land. On a side note, I was planning to visit my papa on a Wednesday, but got convinced that I could wait till Saturday and visit. And on one of the nights in between that time, I prayed that he didn't have to hang on until Saturday just for me to see him and hold his hand one last time. And I don't remember exactly if it was the morning after I prayed that prayer or the next morning, but he was finally able to cross over after almost two years of living in a zombie light state. Sometimes I think if only I would have murdered him on my grandmother's deathbed like she asked me to, I could have prevented a lot of suffering. But that's a story for the next episode. And needless to say, even with hindsight, I don't think I could have Romeo and Julieted my grandparents like my grandma wanted me to. And don't worry, I promise to spill some more peely details in the next episode. But because I couldn't kill them together, my papa got stuck in that strange land I call Pilgatory. And what's that? You want to know more about Pilgatory? Well, let me tell you. I swear, it's where way too many people end up, or maybe down these days. I don't know. Especially in this American dream that's beginning to, strangely enough, turn into a medically induced nightmare. Hi, this is Professor Spinachball from the Scrubs and the Trenches Research and Development Department. And speaking of American dream... What better time to tell you about our all-new gaming app, The American Dream Machine. The game where you get rewarded for your poor health choices. By getting heart disease, diabetes, COPD, and other mostly avoidable diseases, you increase your chance to almost win. The more resources you consume, the higher level you can achieve, and then have the opportunity to pay extra money to finally live forever as a head in a jar. 
have your avatar on event at least once a month to get a platinum bonus that unlocks new items like the Klondike Keto Sandwich or the Frito Dorito Supreme Surprise. Download the app for free and start living your American dream today. In app shortcuts are available for purchase for those who just love throwing away money for nothing. Oh, I hope y'all can. Please forgive me. I didn't really want to sell part of myself for quick, easy money. But they are paying really good money for selling things that you don't actually believe in during these crazy days. So don't miss out on that free money, honey. Anyways, join me next time when I tell the story of my rapid response to my grandma's downfall on Scrubs in the Trenches. And if you enjoyed today's episode of Scrubs in the Trenches, then I'd love for you to check out my other medical entertainment at www.scrubsinthetrenches.com. And if you're curious about a holistic nursing approach on health coaching, please check out my website at www.higherreflectioncoaching.com. I'd love to connect with you and find out if I can support you wherever you may be right now and get you to where you want to be. I envision a future where people are empowered by the medical and personal choices they make. There are a lot of factors that have gotten us where we are right now, but only you can choose to do better for yourself. We all have the potential to radically improve the quality of our lives right now and the endings of our loved ones when that time comes. So reach out to me for your free health or palliative consultation anytime you like.